and we are back for episode number nine of the Illini Basketball Podcast on ECF, ECSW, just about messed that up, uh, on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. We're on Anchor now. SoundCloud is gone, thankfully. Um, New platform. Yeah, so a place where people actually listen to podcasts, hopefully a little more uh, than SoundCloud, which is for like 14-year-old rappers. Um, oh, dude, you tell me I can't rap on Anchor? No. I'm upset. Not good enough. Uh, so... We have two games to review. Uh, the line I go one and one. They do exactly what we expected them to do, which was beat <laughs> North Carolina A&T and lose to Michigan State. Not the way we expected it, but no, exactly the way we expected it. At the same Sadly. time, yes. 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 So uh, they lose North Carolina A&T 90, or they beat They them. lost to What? what? <laughs> okay, 95-64. Nine yes. and four record. Player of the game, I put Kofi just because I didn't even watch this game, but he had 26-9, and nine, so why not? Kofi, yeah, uh, definitely had a great game um, against a weaker team, of course, uh, and earned Big Ten Freshman of the Week for the fifth time because of it. Uh, we we picked this game, not that matter. 82-61 is what I had. You had 89-60. You should have stuck with that 99, I think. It would have been real close, but yep. – um, yeah, Kofi definitely played well. Uh, Io had a good game. Um, NCAA A&T's coach was apparently suspended indefinitely for personal matters. They didn't really go into it or anything like that. Not that, that I think that had a big effect on the game. Um, Illinois came into this game, uh, averaging 15.6 turnovers, which is most of the big 10. They only had nine turnovers this game. Of course that was against, uh, A&T, so they shouldn't have turned the ball over. I, I felt like the defense this game came out a little sluggish. Um, the score was 8-7, to seven, uh, five minutes into the game, and uh, they had uh, three or four three shot at that point, and they only had two two-point field goal shots. So uh, Illinois is really banking on shooting threes, and, and it worked out in the A&T game. As you know, we'll get to later. The Michigan State game was not so much, um, but that's what they they need to do. And I thought that this was this game would have you know maybe got their rhythm back. Um, they shot eleven for twenty six from three. It seemed like okay, Illinois trending in the right direction. Um, it was good to see them make those. Uh, Io made one uh, to start the game. Then Frazier came down and made one. Demonte was even two for three. Griffin was four for five from three, had 24 points. So Griffin is really stepping up his game lately. And it's good to see. And then Georgie, for some reason, thinks he's a three-point shooter still. Um, I don't think he made a three. I think he was 0 for three or four. And then in the interview, I don't know. You said you didn't watch it. In the interview, he said LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. So kind of lost some respect for him there. Yeah. they they shot they did shoot twenty six threes which I don't like seeing them shooting that many threes um, but when you shoot forty two percent it's okay when you shoot ten percent not so much um, Kipper is still being Kipper uh, he got nineteen minutes this game uh, two for five shooting he did have four assists but um, he had three turnovers at the same time. Uh, he seems to get blocked a lot when he goes to the hole. I don't know. He's not. He doesn't go strong. And um, there was one. He did throw one down, but it was literally running down his arm as he as he dunked it. So he didn't even have 
have a firm handle on it. Um, but you know, all in all, it was, it was a good game. It was a game that it should have been. Um, they Illinois coming into this game were out rebounding teams uh, by a twelve point seven margin, and starting out the game they were down seven four against A and T. Um, they ended up uh, with thirty nine. A and T had twenty eight. And uh, they had 14 offensive rebounds, which is huge. Um, they had a hard time getting offensive rebounds in, in games before this. So, um, But they, they two games before this, they got out-rebounded. So although they have a great rebounding margin, it, it hasn't shown up lately. Um, but I think Io had a great game. Um, he was doing things on his own. He was making plays happen. He was had nice cuts. There was one uh, play where he went to the hole, had a nice little dish to Kofi. Kofi slammed it, got fouled, and won. Um, and and the announcers at that point said the future is bright for the Illini. Yeah, and I don't know if they just don't follow Illinois basketball or what, but uh, as as most people know, Iowa's not coming back, and there's a good chance Kofi won't come back. So. Um, but Io had Io had twenty six point seven rebounds, two assists. Um, I still think that he needs to get his assists up there more. Um, but he he is having some good rebounding games. Um, I believe that he and I got it written down for the Michigan State game. But he had you know up in the high numbers against Michigan State too. Um, and the biggest stat I thought in this game for him was he didn't have any turnovers. So that's been my worry with Io is turning the ball over. So. Seeing that was good. Um, and I Georgie seems to be lost again, um, not only this game, but the game after. Um, Underwood apparently said in, in the huddle that every time Georgie gets the ball, it the offense stops. Um, and I, I don't know if that's Georgie's fault or if that's – I mean, you can't blame it on Georgie when you got him 25 feet from the basket. Or the offense, or the fact that the offense just sucks. I think that's another problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was uh, he had five assists, which for some reason he's the guy that is trying to make all the entry passes. And oh my god, um, he was so he was zero for four from three, and he only had one turnover. But he also only had two rebounds. Um, so against a smaller team, Georgie not getting rebounds. That just it it just shows how far away from from the basket we're bringing him. And that's that's rough. It makes uh, no sense. It doesn't. I don't. I, I don't know why Underwood doesn't run an offense when he has Georgie and Kofi in that keeps those two down low. You got to be able to run something other than the weave. Um, and 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 in the Michigan State game, as we'll talk about it later, that is. I mean, that was obvious, painfully obvious um, that he has no other offense to run. Uh, Tevian ended up getting seven minutes this game. Uh, he had a nice block, came down, got a bucket. Um, I, and then just like Illinois does, he didn't close out on a shooter, and Underwood jumped him so hard. And I feel like Underwood is just – he's just looking just to jump him. I, I feel like Tevian likes it here, but I don't know if he's going to survive another year. Being targeted. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Hamlin got nine minutes and you know oh how much I appreciate God. that. Um, but Illinois, like I said, they did, they did what they needed to do. It was a good game. 
Um, they cleaned up the turnovers this game and, and they're fun to watch when, when they play like this, or I guess when they play teams like this, I don't know (laughs) if they're going to do it in the big 10 against anybody. Hopefully they do, but um, they ended up having 22 assists on 40 made baskets. So um, that's, that's a good number to see. Um, But I, I, that's, it it was a good game, but it, it was a game that we expected, you know? Yeah. So, I have some things here uh, before we get into the Michigan State game. A couple things. Uh, this team is 8-1 and one at home. They're 1-3 on the road. Is there a concern that they've played 9 of 13 games at home? Or I think it's 9 of 14 at this point. I, yeah, I, I think there is. And I think the biggest concern is those home games. Um, and, and Miami, I'm not going to say is a good team, but they're a, a better team than the other ones. They haven't been against solid opponents except for Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only real good opponent yeah. they've actually played and, at home. And I believe that Illinois is 1-4 against top-tier teams right now, So with the only one being against Michigan. Which, but, I mean, you, they should have beaten Maryland. Uh, and, you know, they have some really bad losses that are hurting them already. The mm-hmm. Miami loss, the Missouri loss. Um the only game that they really, really, really weren't even in in the second half was the Michigan State and the Arizona game. And that's concerning because it's closer at halftime and they don't play well in the second. When usually you expect – what I've come to expect with these Underwood teams is if they're down at the half, they play better in the second half. If they're winning at the half, they play not to lose. They're playing yeah. Team. And, and, but is that is that a part of just – Izzo just – outclassing the crap out of Underwood. I mean, just way, just way above, you know, Underwood's thought level, you know, he's the, he's thinking, you know, 10 minutes ahead and Underwood's thinking about, you know, the, the block charge call at the end of the half. So could be it. I don't know. I, the Michigan state game, I was, uh, it was (laughs) underwhelming to say the least. Um, the the game opened up. The line was eleven. Uh, I I felt like that was high until you know the second half came. Um, but but there there's nothing to prove that Illinois is a good enough team on the road to do anything. Um, they they haven't proven that. So they're gonna have to start doing it in Big Ten play. Uh, but Illinois got beat seventy six fifty six. Of course, uh, I thought it'd be a closer game than that. You had an eight-point game. Uh, uh, Michigan State couldn't miss in the second half, though. So I think them getting on that run hurt. Um, but starting out the game, uh, Illinois came down. Uh, I don't know what was what Kofi, for some reason, doesn't box people out. And I don't know if I'm just now noticing this now that there's other teams – playing harder than him um but there were three or four times down you know back and forth down the court um starting off the game where i mean the ball just kind of fell to the ground and landed in the guy that's you know six inches shorter than him um he's got he's got to box people out um he ended up uh, shooting two of ten on the game um, he only had nine rebounds. I felt like he probably could have had 20 to 25 if he would have boxed somebody out. And uh, Michigan State brought in Bingham 
which is probably he's probably about half the weight of Kofi. <laughs> and Bingham comes out with twelve rebounds, five blocks. Of course, he didn't have any no, any points, but Kofi he shut Kofi down. It seemed like. Um, and then Illinois comes down the first few times, and Georgie's getting the ball with nobody around him because they know, hey, we'll let this guy shoot. And he shot three or four, two or three threes starting out the game. Brutal. Just not even close. I don't – is Underwood okay? Do you think Underwood's okay with this? Like, he, you think that he says, Georgie, you got the green light? Because I cannot believe that he would. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. I mean, here's the, here's the big problem here, okay? So, Georgie had like three possessions in a row where he does that little act like I'm going to shoot, throw it yeah. inside. And yeah, and you know, you know what, you know what a good team does, like Michigan State. They they watch game tape, and they and I talked about this earlier. They they know that that's what he does. And that one guy, all he did was put his hands up, and. Yep. And Georgie threw it right in his hands. Two times in a row that that happened. Two back-to-back possessions. They were blowing so many possessions in the first half. They should probably should have been winning at the half because yeah. they're missing so many. How do you well, go three for 28 from three? Well, they were 0 for 13 in the first half from three. So many you, open looks. You make you make you know, a quarter of those. You make four of those. And Illinois is up by six at half. What's up with, what's, what, what's up, uh, what's up with Frazier? Well, everybody missed. Uh, they only made three. Frazier made two of them, and Griffin made the other. So then the question becomes, should Alan Griffin start from now on? Because I see a lot of people saying that, and I agree. Absolutely. Um, I, I feel like Io and Griffin were the only two that came into this game and, and played well. Um, Griffin had 25 minutes this game, which is the most he's played all year. Uh, Io had 18 points. He Io he scored the first six points and like 10 of the first 14 for Illinois. I mean Io's Io's showing how good he is. Um, he was 0 for three from three, which uh, you know Illinois was abysmal from three. Um, had eight rebounds. Uh, Griffin had 17 points in his 25 minutes, and he was one of five from three, which. He's got to shoot better than that. I mean, he's open almost every time too. Yeah, and and the one he made, I, the 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 thing is, he makes one, you know, and then he comes down and he he just feels like he has to shoot. I feel, um, maybe trying to get in that rhythm, which is okay. I don't mind it, but uh, but Io and Griffin were the only two guys in double digits for Illinois. Um, then the next highest was Georgie and Frazier. Frazier, of course, was on the two two threes, two of eight shooting from three. And Georgie was was when Kofi got taken out, um, finally moved Georgie to the block, and he had a couple nice moves. Um, and I think he came down and scored three points right in a row, six points. You know, the now I think the announcers were talking about it. The, the sound wasn't on, but, you know, they were showing his stat, and it was like, yeah, but you pull him away for the rest of the game. Who cares if he makes it three times down the court? Um and and defensive wise, Illinois just had no answer for Cassius and, and Tillman, which um, they did last year, but not they did. Year. And 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 now Underwood's running this more lax defense, I guess. And 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 granted, to you know, Illinois had Michigan State late in the shot clock a lot, in a lot, um, in the first half. In the second half, it was just kind of 
Michigan State was just doing whatever they wanted, and they were making everything. They I think they started the second half four or five from three, um, and six of seven from the field, or seven of eight from the field. Um, and and Cassius just kind of got to do whatever he wanted. And Iowa was playing this weird defense in the second half on him, where he would let him get past him and kind of side guard him. And I don't know if he was hoping that Kofi or whoever was down low would cut, step up, but they never did. And so Cassius just got wide open eight footers all day. Uh, it was it was just weird. Um, but yeah, Cassius ended up. 21, 21.6 assists. Um, and I wrote down before the game, how will Underwood's new defense work on Cassius? And, and it did not. 0% worked on him. Um, Tillman had 19 points, four blocks. Uh, Michigan State had nine blocks. I think Tillman had four and the Bingham kid had five. So anytime Illinois went inside, even though they were the, you know, supposedly the bigger team on paper, they, they couldn't do anything. Um, and I don't, I don't have many quotes, but Underwood said that Magic Johnson is the best point guard to ever play at Michigan State. Oh and that God. Cassius is probably the second best. Good. Good for them. Very excited. Yeah. Thanks. Um, thanks, Underwood. <laughs> uh, Kipper, <laughs> also, this game didn't play well. Uh, he had one foul on, on kind of a crucial, you know, uh, play in the first half uh illinois was was closing in and there was no time left on the shot clock the guy was literally underneath the basket and kipper lays on top of him as he's trying to shoot the ball um just just bad minutes again i don't i don't know uh there was a time towards the end of the first half it was tavion griffin um Georgie, which I, I would, wouldn't mind seeing Kofi instead, uh, Frazier and Io. And I feel like that lineup with Kofi in it is the lineup that Illinois needs to start going with. Um, Tavion got, got quite a few minutes. He didn't shoot well. Um, I think he turned the ball over once. And, you know, but he had good, solid minutes. Um, he just he runs around kind of goofily. And he missed a few sh- – I think he was 0 for 4. Um, but I, I Illinois just they, – they weren't there. Uh, Underwood got teed up <laughs> with like 10 minutes left in the first half. And luckily he didn't get teed up again <laughs> because that play at the end of the half, and if you're an Illinois fan and you watch that, I don't know, if you're a Michigan State fan and you watch that, to to call that a charge after the re- the ref literally watched the ball miss <laughs> miss and then he called the foul brutal literally <laughs> watched it miss and then calls a foul luckily they only made one free throw off of it but I mean that's that's a turning point and and uh, I believe that uh, Underwood said that he was going to talk to the NCAA about it. So oh man, I'm sure that's gonna yeah he'll he'll really get far there you know. Uh, he also, after this game, said that uh, he feels great about where we're going. Nine and five. That's great. <laughs> Bad schedule. Nine and five. Yeah. Yeah. At Illinois shooting was uh, three of 28, 10% from three, 29% from the field, and 60% from the free throw line. And they mi- had to miss five or six one and ones, front end of the one and ones. Um, 
I I feel like Illinois, you know, you if you somehow as many shots as they got off and as many open looks, they could have been up at half and it's a completely different game. I I I think that Underwood would probably got out coached anyways. Um and I mean this is what we knew. We didn't think Illinois was going to win this game. I didn't think they'd lose by 20. Um, but Michigan State, they were preseason number one. Their losses are to, you know, Kentucky and Duke and West Virginia, right? West Virginia. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Um, so, I, it's, just, it's just disappointing that it was this bad. Yeah, so um, the starters were three for nine from the free throw line. And the only reason that the team touched 60% is because Griffin was six for six. Um, I have a huge problem with the offense with Georgie and Kofi. Okay. They go five for 22 in this game. Yeah. Um, they, they, they look so sloppy underneath when they have the ball, especially Kofi, but Georgie, he has a couple hooks, uh, hook shots. He gets yeah. like three of those and that's all he does. Why is he shooting four threes? I don't know. I don't like, understand. He's not unreal. even close to a three-point shooter. And, and Kofi, Kofi is not a make-a-move type post player. He's the type of post player that has to get the ball and be there. You know what I mean? Like, he either, either has to have a dunk or it's a quick touch and he's up with it. It can't be put the ball on the ground, take three dribbles, try to shoot that baby hook, especially against guys that are, are bumping with him now. He's not playing, you know – ragtag teams anymore he's he's in the big 10 so he's quickly going to find out um and, and and it looked like in the second half he did and then he was he was missing bunnies i mean legit had one that you know made a nice move and just boinked it um i just don't understand i don't understand underwood's three-man weave or whatever that is he, it, he literally runs that and all it does is that the Illini players get worn out and the other team just stands there and watches them run around like idiots. They do the weave three or four times. They get the ball and then that guy takes it off a screen, but the screen doesn't get set. Well, there's nobody rolling. There's nobody making cuts. It is. It, it's a offense. that literally does not do anything productive. There's no productivity out of this offense. And maybe if you make, you know, half of your threes or something, then then it looks productive. But Illinois is not a three point shooting team. They've they've proven that. After you know, I mean, we I I thought that the A and T game maybe they were changing it. You know, it was getting better, but clearly, clearly not. Not on the road, anyways. So the starters went three for eighteen from three. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have the bench goes one for. Well, no, uh, two. Of, they would have been two of whatever because yeah, Griffin Griffin made the only. And other. then yeah, they went one for ten off the bench from three. So. And Griffin <laughs> had a lot of nice takes to the hole too that you know nobody else has been doing. So the rebounds were forty eight forty eight, which is just okay. I mean that tells you that Illinois missed a lot of shots, mm-hmm. getting that many boards, twenty offensive rebounds. Uh, Michigan State only had 11, so that's not, you know, terrible. Um, 20 to 11 in offensive rebounds, but then defensive rebounds, 37-28 Michigan State. Um, they got to get more production on offense. Like you said, I mean, it's just so bad. Like, 
the amount of open looks that they have too, uh-huh. and they're missing them all missing. of them. Yeah, it's, they should be better really shooting than they are. They have to be better shooting than they are. They yeah, and I saw that uh, Griffin and Frazier were apparently in the gym all over Christmas break. Never left the gym, and they still can't hit shots. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I. I, I think know, Griffin does too much with his shot. His shot is like very uncomfortable, and it looks like he's doing too much for one shot. Yeah, I never feel like it's going to go in. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he has, he has a nice rotation. It looks good going at the hoop. The setup, maybe not so. A white kid on Michigan State—that's form right there. Yeah. The only reason that kid's in, and what's that? I don't understand Illinois' defense. It's just like run around at guys, and you know. Hope that they don't make threes. So that I, that kid played 14 minutes. He hit one three and was four for four from the line. Yeah. He's got a nice shot. Yeah. Two of the free throws were on Underwood's uh, technical. Yeah, which I don't remember what play led to that. Was that the uh, – I, I didn't see. I was shooting. I was shooting during that time. I came back, and he, I didn't even know who got teed up, to be so honest I think it you. was like heavy on – there was like a really late foul call or something, but I know that it was definitely a foul, but it didn't seem like they call it because the camera panned to Izzo and he was like shocked or something. Yeah. And then they came back from commercial break and Underwood's just yelling at the officials. <laughs> so, and also I want to note on this broadcast, they did say Illinois is a bright future. So, they, Yeah. Feel good about where, you know, feel good about where they're going. Every future. broadcast says that they have a bright future. They, they do, they but do they realize the that the two guys are leaving? I mean, their bright future has to be this year. You know, Io and, and Kofi aren't a bright future. It has to be this year. Do you envision they have a to make something happen. where they lose Kofi and Io and then, like, Tevion <laughs> transfers and, like, Georgie transfers? Because right now, Georgie, I'm sure he'll stay. He probably loves it here. But he does not fit in this offense, apparently, because Underwood doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, but if Kofi leaves, then he's back in his cover. Because you, you you could see last night when Kofi was out and Georgie got under the hoop, he was the Georgia last year. Do they not but, work on this in practice, like with them together? I don't know. I don't I don't understand because it's funny because when Kipper gets in, Kipper, Kipper goes to the free throw line. But when Georgie gets in, he's all the way out behind the three. And I don't understand the same things every time, which is hand it off or try to do that entry pass where it gets tipped. Yep. Yep. And, and, and I feel like that's on Underwood. He's got to change, change Georgie's mindset. He's got to understand that coaches are watching game tape and they, he hasn't, they see this. He hasn't done that yet. And we're 14 games in. So is he ever going to do it? I mean, I don't know. Um, I hope he does. The officials were terrible. I think both ways, <laughs> very, very not good. Uh, yeah. Georgie turning it over in the first uh, in the couple of early possessions killed the momentum uh, that they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said the offense still isn't good. You got to learn to win on the road, and they're not ready to compete with the uh, big boys on the road. No, what it comes down to. No, no, they're so not. They and to- but and again, this is Michigan State. Michigan State's probably by the looks of it right now, they're probably going to win the Big Ten. Probably going to be the best team in the conference. So. Although 20 points is disheartening, um, the, the lack of shooting, um, I feel, makes up for it a little bit. Um, but Underwood's got Underwood's to do something. He's got to change something. Please, Underwood, change something. They, they need to win 
the next two games. That's basically they had they have a, they should win the next four, but no. But you're talking about the future is bright, so I want to I want to talk about uh, Curbelo and Miller, the the boys coming in. Um, they were both down at the Beach Ball Classic. Um, Curbelo had 41.7 assists, 20 rebounds, nine steals in his first two games. And he set a tournament record for 33 assists in the tournament. Um, a, a Twitter troll uh, said he probably broke the turnover record too. So apparently um, he's kind of turnover prone right now. I think he averages like four or five, five or With six. With Curbelo, he won't have to have the ball as much. Right. Right. So um, he ended up being named player of the tourney, averaging 18 and a half a game, 8.3 rebounds. Uh, he had one game with 19 rebounds, broke the record for most rebounds in a game, 8.3 assists, and averaging five steals a game. Um, so he broke the rebound record, and he was second, second all time in the steals. And uh, Miller uh, retweeted with the quote, different on it. And then he also retweeted another one and had the puzzle piece. So it makes me feel good that Miller is retweeting what Curbelo does. Um, uh, A fan on Twitter uh, said, Illinois fans are going to love them. Some Andre Curbelo moves the ball, has a contagious energy and plays with personality rates high on the entertainment scale. Maybe he'll be Illinois' Cassius Winston. Yeah, and there was another guy that I saw that said that he, you know, he'd he'd watch five games. He was he tired, didn't want to watch anymore. You know, he's doing the, you know, reporting on him and stuff. And he said after the Curbelo game, he goes, "I felt like I drank five cups of coffee because he has that much energy and he's that good." Um, But going back to uh, you thinking about Georgie leaving and all this stuff, another fan I saw on Twitter said. I'm in a dark place. I see us missing the tourney. Miller to Michigan. Curbelo leaves when Antigua gets a new job. Iowa and Kofi declare to get the hell out, leaving us with a single-digit wins team next season. I could see it. It could happen. I'll cancel the podcast if that happens because what the hell is the point <laughs> talking about it? Yep, yep. And it, then, it seems like Underwood is burying the program right now. That's what it seems like. <laughs> It it sadly does, but he's got players. That's the thing is, I would is he did it. He he won with Stephen F. Austin with nobody. Uh, Oklahoma State. He turned like they were real bad that year. He had one and player on that. Team. All of a sudden, they turned around and that guard took over. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Juwan Evans. Juwan Evans. Um, so I I don't know. I feel like, and and I look at it and I'm like. Do you think Io's upset that he came here? Like, could you imagine him in like, and I don't know where else he had offers to. I didn't. I don't remember. I'll look it up right now. Um, yeah, look that up. I'm going to go on to uh, Adam Miller um, while he was down at the Beach Ball Classic. Uh, Kedrick Prince, who is a Illini Twitter dude, um, said that he talked to both of those, both uh, Curbelo and Miller and Coleman Hawkins, and said they were the types of guys that he would go to war with any time. And Adam Miller retweets that, facts 100. (laughs) And then Adam Miller also uh, had 41 points in a game, 56 points in a game, setting the tournament record. So the future is bright, not with the guys right now, but maybe with the guys coming in. And, And Adam Miller 
retweeting and quoting and doing all these things makes me think that he's still coming, that there's, there's no question about it. So, but, but I, I like seeing IO just, if he was in, you know, one of those offenses that ran, you know, and, and didn't do a three man weave and this stuff, how good he could be. And I, and I feel like Underwood's tanking his draft stock. Maybe he's also. trying to get him to stay for some reason. <laughs> so, do you have anything else on that? Nope, that's all I got, buddy. So, Io visited Illinois, USC, and Wake Forest. He had offers from Illinois, USC, Wake Forest, Boston College, Butler, Cincinnati, UConn, Creighton, Florida State, Georgia Tech, uh, Illinois, Chicago, Iowa State, Kansas, Marquette, Memphis, Missouri, NC State, New Mexico, Northwestern, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, SMU, everybody, uh, Texas A&M, UNLV, UTEP, Xavier, and then. So he um, was, he wasn't going to go to a dominant basketball school regardless. That's what you're telling me. I guess not. I mean, USC and to, Georgia Tech or not. Yeah. yeah. Huh. He wanted but, to be uh, the guy wherever he went. He wanted to be the guy. So I think Wisconsin, Tulane, and Cal had interest but didn't give him an offer. Interesting. So jokes on Wisconsin because nice they're about Tulane. to get destroyed. Oh. <laughs> yep. So I guess moving, we'll move on to the Purdue game. Yep. Which is Sunday, I think. Uh, Sunday night. Sunday night. So right in the middle of an NFL playoff game. Good job. Good job. Um, at home. At home against Purdue. Purdue is nine and five, as is Illinois. Uh, Illinois needs to bounce back. And beat a team they haven't beaten very much lately. I don't, I don't know the exact stat. It doesn't feel like they've beaten Purdue very much. <laughs> I don't know when the last time they beat Purdue is. So Purdue is two and one in the Big Ten. Um, they're one and two on the road and seven and one at home. So they're very similar to Illinois, except they're two and one in the Big Ten. Illinois is one and two. Uh, Purdue is twenty fourth in the non updated Haslametrics rankings. So those aren't updated wow. from last night's game. Uh, 63rd in offensive efficiency, 18th in defensive. And they're also number one in the country in field goal attempts per 100 trips up court versus the average opponent. Wow. So that's that a, that's an impressive stat. Um, yeah, this is just a, a game that Illinois has to win. Um, we've talked about it. They, they have to win all nine of their home games to have a chance. So this is, this is one that they're going to have to win. Um, Purdue has lost to – Texas, Marquette, Florida State, Nebraska, and Butler. Um, they beat Virginia. I, I mean, they're they're Purdue. I mean, they they find ways to win games. They always have. Um, starting five, Matt Harms, of course, tall guy with the hair. Um, he's averaging twelve point one points per game and two point three blocks. So it'll be interesting to see what Kofi does against him. Um, he he clearly struggled last night against Michigan State, so having a bigger, more experienced center, um, I, I guess we're gonna we're, he's gonna learn by fire, as they say, or whatever that saying is. <laughs> um, they have uh, Proctor guard averaging eleven point eight, Hunter Junior averaging eleven point two, who shoots forty two point six percent from three. Um, Shasha Stefanik, uh, who's averaging 9.9 a game, but he also shoots 45.3% from behind the arc. So, 
uh, Illinois' lack of closing out is going to be tested, I feel, if if they don't get out on these guys. And then they have two forwards. Um, I, I'm really not sure who starts. Uh, Trevion Williams and Aaron Wheeler. And Trevion is leading the team in rebounds. So, um, they again, Illinois has to make threes. And Kofi is going to have to show up in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, and, and they got to figure out what to do with Georgie. Uh, on, honestly, we were talking about, you know, Griffin getting the start. I wouldn't mind seeing Griffin and Feliz start over Georgie and DeMonte. Um, I, I haven't seen DeMonte's – why he is so good. His defense isn't – I'd rather have a guy that can score than a guy that play – you know, gets one extra stop than the other guy that's sitting on Griffin. The <laughs> yeah so i i don't know it it's going to be a game like i said they, they they're going to have to win it uh they really need to win these next four games that they have because three or four are at home yep um so i think illinois will win this one i think they'll pull it out um i got them winning 62 57 so this is a purdue team that they will play on the 21st uh at purdue I'm going to say 60 to 52. I'm going to say Purdue wins uh, because I don't trust this Illinois team at all. Um, if they lose this game, I think we are very, very close to panic mode because do you really trust them to go into Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin if they lose this game? Don't think so. Um, uh, no. So the rest of the schedule, looking at it right now, just briefly before we talk about the Wisconsin game. Yeah. I mean, you have Rutgers, Northwestern, and Minnesota at home after this Purdue game for the rest of the month. Then you play at Michigan, at Purdue, at Wisconsin. That's three really hard road games. It, this is an Illinois team that hasn't proven they can win on the road. And then you jump into February. You have to go to Iowa, <laughs> to Penn State. I mean. And you I play Maryland and Michigan State at home. So Unless they get unbelievably hot and, like, win a lot of games, there's no chance they're making the tournament. No, they, they buried themselves too early. Yep. Kill but away. they, but uh, maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe Underwood has something up his sleeve. Okay. Uh, they have to. They have to get lucky. They have to like. Some teams have to uh, choke some of the other Power Five teams. Right. Uh, conferences have to beat up on each other more than the Big Ten does, which is going to be hard because I think the Big Ten is going to beat up on each other more than any other conference. So. I agree. It's it's a very unfavorable road to the tournament this year at this point. Um, so they'll play Wisconsin. Wisconsin is eight and five right now, but note that they play Ohio State tonight. Uh, they're one and one in conference yes. play with a win over Indiana and a loss to Rutgers. This is not the best Wisconsin team in recent years. Absolutely beatable. We saw Illinois mm-hmm. almost went into Wisconsin and beat them last year. If not for Ethan Happ being terrible, um, <laughs> Illinois wins that game and. Uh, Illinois has to prove they can win on the road in conference play. Um, Wisconsin is 26th in the unupdated Haslametrics, 29th in strength of schedule, 44th in offensive efficiency, 28th in defensive efficiency, very good balance, uh, 339th in consistency, which is weird. But um, they lost to St. Mary's, Richmond, New Mexico, NC State, Rutgers. And note that they lost to double in double digits to Richmond and NC State. And uh, rough. The rest they, had, they had a three three games there where they had a little rough patch. Um, they looked awful. They did beat Tennessee at Tennessee recently, uh, so they might be turning it around. I don't know. 
I haven't watched Wisconsin enough to to know. I plan on watching them tonight. Uh, they they start uh, two forwards and three guards. It looks like they only have two centers, um, or they only have two guys that are seven foot. One's a freshman that looks like he plays about six minutes. So I don't know if he will get more time with Kofi in or how they will attack that. Um, but again, it, it's the Big Ten. Anything can happen. Again, Illinois should win this game. I, I going on the road in the Big Ten is, is going to be hard. So, uh, like you said, they play Ohio State tonight. We'll 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 know a lot more tonight <laughs> how good Wisconsin really is and if, yep. if they're okay. Um, but again, they Illinois has three of the next four at home. They they really need to to figure this out. They got to win. They they really need to win all four of them. Um, especially with a down Wisconsin team. Uh, I just – Underwood really needs to – to. F- my, I keep saying it, figure it out. And I had a buddy text me last night, and he, he said uh, he really feels for me on this podcast we do because how many different ways can you say Illinois is outcoached, outworked, and outperformed in every aspect of the game? And that is dead on the nail. <laughs> yep. uh, that's that's what has been happening against good teams. They they are just they're they're getting outplayed and they're getting outcoached. So I don't know how nobody has. I don't know how the assistants or somebody hasn't went to Underwood and been, has been like this isn't working. Let's figure it out. Um, but that that's not the way it's happening right now. So. Does it make for a more entertaining show if if they keep losing? Oh, I, I don't know if I'll be able to keep doing it if they keep losing. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Um, if I think the only way that I would ever stop doing it is if the scenario where Miller and Curbelo don't come and then Underwood and blah, 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 and all this stuff, that yeah. would be bad. But I think that if they win three of the next four, you're still feeling okay, maybe like 12 and – or yeah, twelve and six. I mean, that's not. The yeah, end of- if they win three of the next four, they'll be four and three in the Big Ten. At least have a positive record. And then you finish the month at Purdue, at Michigan, home against Minnesota. So you can win. I think they could win two of those three because I think they could surprise someone with Purdue and Michigan, maybe. But I don't think. Yeah, well, I don't think well, they beat Michigan twice in a year, though. So yeah, and and playing Purdue, you know, that close. Uh, I I think that we'll see. They got to you know, how, how they do at home and then how they do, you know, the adjustment, adjustments made by Purdue and by Illinois to see them play again. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that just to see, you know, if, it, if it's Underwood really being that bad or if these kids just, they don't, they don't care. Or, I don't think it's the fact that they don't care, um, but they just aren't. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. I wonder if they don't have any confidence in their coach because I wouldn't right now if I were right. right. Um, they haven't shown any ability to have like a well-balanced, good offense against a good team. So let's just look at the home stretch real quick in March just for fun because let's say Illinois has like 18, 17 wins uh, on March 1st and they play home against Indiana at Ohio State, <laughs> home against Iowa. So that's three teams that have 10-plus wins right now. Mm-hmm. Um it's not going to be easy. They probably – how many games they have left? Uh, let's see. What are they at right now? Nine and five, 14. What do they play, 30? How many Big Ten games have they played? 17. They have 17 games left. 17. So, let's say they go <laughs> – Sorry, I was counting. They, they need to go 11 and six 
to have a chance. Well, I'm actually, right no, no, like nine and eight. Yeah, gives them a chance going in the big. It's definitely doable. It's yeah. definitely doable, but it's it gets harder the more you lose, and yeah. they're losing a lot. Yeah, they need to. They they like I said, they they need to win at least three of the next four. Get in that positive category. Get a few wins. I think getting wins helps your confidence more than anything. So, and maybe maybe they'll get tons of confidence from starting to string together wins against conference opponents, yes. which they didn't do when they almost beat Maryland and they beat Michigan. And then what's stupid about this whole thing is that after you beat Michigan, you go back to non-conference. Like, why the hell does the NCAA do that? I don't. Under, I think that was the big the Big Ten. Why does the Big Ten that? do that? What I the think they started it last year, and I don't understand it why it doesn't make any sense it's yeah. the stupidest thing yeah especially for a team like illinois that's like so up and down week to week <laughs> right right so i have 64 60 illinois over wisconsin i don't feel great about it but that's my pick i did not pick a score 64 60 it's hard illinois to, yeah it's hard to know like what how many points are going to be put up because all these <laughs> they don't know if they're going to score. These Big Ten teams grade well defensively, but you never know what Illinois offense is going to show up either. Yeah, I'm going to go with Illinois. I'm going to go with Illinois um, 58, Wisconsin 55. So you think that Illinois is going to win these next two? I do. What happens if they lose the next two? Uh we're in trouble things will get intense on this show probably we're in trouble what uh you didn't say the purdue pick what was your purdue pick 60 to 52 purdue so i think they lose to purdue by eight and beat wisconsin by four which is probably upside down as to what's actually going to happen but i have a weird feeling (laughs) i think they need a revenge game against wisconsin they should have beat them last year yeah yeah i i just heard like i said i they they gotta, they gotta win. They gotta win. We need wins, fellas. That's all they need. And uh, so we will be back. Hold on. Hold You're on. Not done. Hold He's on. He's not done. <laughs> He's not done, boys. Uh, Tierney's just the tip picks. Um, he went two and zero last week. Uh, picked Illinois over A and T and Michigan State to win the tip last night. Uh, he has Purdue wins the tip. And Illinois wins the tip against Wisconsin. I agree with this. So, I didn't agree last week. Just the tip by Tierney. Um, that's his. That's his picks. Call him if you want to bet him. I think he does five dollars a bet. So, um, and then the last thing I have is the Illini managers went into uh, East Lansing and uh, beat oh beat Michigan State last <laughs> last two nights ago. Um, they are coming off a national championship, and they are four and zero on the year, and two and zero in Big Play, Big Ten play. So, you know, if the if the boys in the actual jerseys aren't getting her done, we'll watch the guys in the ties. So, how about they start? How about throw a couple of them on the roster? <laughs> they did Griffith. Uh, well, <laughs> good for him. He played some minutes last night. Uh huh. And Hamlin played too. So if Kofi gets in foul Hamlin, trouble, yeah. then Hamlin's in. So that's good. Hamlin was Hamlin was in early, and I was not happy. But he only played three uh, minutes. So. Yeah, he only got three minutes. So I I, I didn't complain about it. So. I definitely complained. <laughs> but that is all I have. So so we'll be back next Friday, the tenth. We'll discuss the Purdue and Wisconsin games, 
and then we will preview the Rutgers game because that's the only game that week. It's the Saturday because then the Friday after that, which is the 17th, uh, we will preview the Northwestern and then the other Purdue game then. So, yeah, episode 10, we're getting into the double digits next Man, week. On the 10th, that's crazy. And uh, we will be back to talk about that. Hopefully they can win at least. I, I, they need to win both, but hopefully they win at least one. You one don't want to go 0-2. One and two would be fantastic. If they lose both of them, we might cancel the pod, guys. So. Or we might just do the podcast on the Illini managers. Yeah, we could do that. That's not a bad (laughs) idea. All right, we'll be back next Friday, and we'll see you then. See you later.